You're listening to a Homeboy 88 production. Motherfuckers, it's Homeboy 88 all over again. And you know what? This is gonna be a little a little different, more of a free form. We're gonna try it out, you know. You know what? I was listening to my very first episode, it's called Episode One Phantom Menace to Society. It's a play on two movies, right? The Phantom Menace from Star Wars and Menace to Society. And boy, you know, was a fucking rugged and raw. But you know what? That's what it was. But let me reintroduce myself, you know, again, because that was a while back. Hello, everybody. Hopefully new listeners. Hopefully some fucking faithful listeners. My name is Homeboy88. I'm from Southern California and uh, been living here my entire life. And I got to say, there's a lot of motherfuckers that uh, are clowning California, talking shit about California California this, California that. 
I mean, what the fuck, bro? Every fucking song that I hear has California in it. At least what I say. Yeah, there's other cities. There's other, you know. How many songs are there of California? Think about it. Okay? Not just the Tupac ones. Not just the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Mamas and the Papas. You know why that is? Because California is the fucking place to be. All right? The weather's awesome. Uh, It's so fucking huge. It's bigger than uh, North and South Korea combined like three times over. It's a big fucking state. You can go from the bottom of San Diego to the very tip top of California and it'll take you a long fucking time. It's like traveling, I'm going to say from New York almost to Florida. I don't know. I could be wrong. But anyways, you know, I grew up here my entire life. I've told all my child, not all of them, but I've told a lot of my childhood stories here. And, you know, the funny thing is that they're all fucking true. (laughs) (laughs) They're all true. You can ask my brothers, uh, Big Nose and uh, Homeboy87. You know what? Growing up as a Mexican kid in Southern California, uh, in the suburbs, you know, uh, middle income, you know, not rich. Not poor. What do they call it? Fuck, I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) Uh, The middle class. What am I, a fucking idiot? Anyways, growing up as a middle class Mexicano in Southern California, mainly speaking English, I had to relearn Spanish, was pretty fucking cool. I mean, um, we got into hip-hop. You guys know that because of my love for hip-hop, professional wrestling. And uh, speaking about professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Professional wrestling fans, listen, I hate to say it, and you people are going to get pissed off. If you're 40 fucking years old and you're a hardcore professional wrestling fan, can you please just fucking watch the UFC and see if you can uh, graduate, okay? Can you graduate to real fighting? Because, you know, you're watching two hours of Raw, SmackDown, now AEW, and what's really going on? You know, is it that good of a fucking program? You're just watching this like a soap opera or you're watching it like a true sports event. I mean, listen, man, when I had the Stone Cold and the Rock, yeah, I said the Stone Cold. (laughs) It was better than most TV. I'll give you that. The NWO, the fucking the war. Basically, when the war was going on, it was really, really good. But now, you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I try to keep my finger on the pulse for professional wrestling, but you know what? To be honest with you, I would rather gouge out my fucking eyeballs than to watch two hours of anything like that. That's just me, okay? And because, you know what? I'm an old motherfucker, man. I I don't have time for a lot of shit, okay? And then getting old, getting old sucks, man. I mean, you're always fucking tired, okay? My beard almost looks like I'm a fucking Santa Claus. Man, my beard has more fucking white hairs than than anything, man. It's so crazy. And every day I wake up, it seems like I have uh, new like white hairs in my beard. All right? And I used to be able to eat a fucking entire pizza. And people would say, hey, you need to put on some weight there, boy. You look skinny. You know? And you know, when I was a kid... I actually was really, really skinny, and uh, 
I bought weight gainer and gained 20 pounds after about three fucking years of that shit. And I think I fucked up my metabolism for doing that. But oh well, you know. And as a kid, you know, you want to grow up and shit. You want you want to um, grow up and get out of that phase. And uh, listen, if you're a kid and you're listening to this, you know, fucking live it up, man. Live it up every day. I did, okay? I played baseball. I played every day. I played baseball. I played baseball, other sports, you know, basketball, my buddies. I went here. I went there. I was constantly busy. My fucking friends were always over. There was like fucking eight people in my room were playing video games, doing the tournament and shit. Uh, People breaking the fucking bunk beds because they're fucking idiots. But you know what? It was all fun, you know? And I remember as a kid, you know, um... I had uh, this one class in junior high, okay, and uh, the guy was talking about, like, um, you know, your lineage and uh, 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 DNA and all this shit, and he was talking about hair for some reason, and he goes, I bet you a lot of you right here have a widow's peak and you don't even know it, and we're like, what the fuck is a widow's peak, right? So he's like, lift up your hair right here in the front and see if you have a widow's peak, and motherfucker. I lifted on my hair, okay, and it had the biggest fucking widow's peak, man. I looked like fucking Dracula. I looked like Eddie fucking Monster, okay? And I couldn't let that shit slide. I was like, what the fuck? I think I was in seventh grade, and I was like embarrassed because all my friends were like fucking laughing and shit, right? So what did I do? You got to be the best you you can be. I went home and I asked my mom, hey, do you have any tweezers and shit? And every fucking day, and it hurt, man, I plucked out that fucking wheel's peak as much as I could because it really did hurt. And and when it came in, I'd pluck it out. Came in again, pluck it out. The motherfucker, I swear to God, it it was like a ghost wheel's peak on the top of my head. Okay? On the top of my forehead. You didn't have any more hair, but it was like bluish. It was like a blue V. Because, you know, your blood is blue and the inside and shit. And it was, you know, I was irritating it and shit. And goddamn, bro, I had a fucking widow's peak. Like a blue widow's peak, but it was just my skin and shit. Eventually, that tanned out. And I also, listen up, uh, yeah, young Mexicanitos. I also... That's when I started to uh, train my hair to go backwards. Otherwise, I'd look like fucking Bruce Lee or Henry Cejudo. You know what I'm saying? The fucking big mushroom fucking cut. You know what I'm saying? Like the big Mexicano <laughs> style. My brother still has that shit. Sorry, big nose. And um, now nah, you got to train your fucking hair. All right? You got to slick that shit back. So what do you do? You go to the fucking store. Okay? You tell them, do you have any uh, hair nets? That's number one, okay? You got a fucking hairnet. Number two, some fucking Tres Flores. They didn't have Moco de Gorilla back then, and that's what I use now, and that's the shit. So Tres Flores, which smells like fucking shit, a fucking hairnet, and uh, there you go, man, and, and a fucking comb, and slick it back every fucking day. I remember somebody told me, I was was so slicked back, somebody said that a fucking cow licked your head. I mean, what the fuck? 
who tells somebody that, uh, that a cow licked their head? But that's what it kind of looked like. Like a cow came and fucking licked all my hair. I had that much shit in my fucking head. God damn it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Dracula. Dracula shit. Yeah, man. You know, and that's just, you know, I'm reintroducing myself. You know about my two crazy brothers, right? And um, I got to say, you know what? Fuck all that shit. Uh, You know what? I got to just talk about this real quick. I know know it's out of left field and, you know, but have you ever known people that can't whisper? (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, you're like, what the fuck, man? He was talking about his childhood and all this shit and he went into this. No, but hear me out, okay? I, I was talking to some dude, okay? He's on uh, he's on my route when I deliver packages. And uh, I go, keep your fucking voice down. Because, you know, there's there's customers over here. And he's louder than a motherfucker, okay? And I'm trying to do my job. And uh, he's like, uh, okay, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, can you just whisper? And he goes, okay, blah, 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 blah. Same shit. Fucking guy can't whisper. And you know what? It's not an uncommon thing. Okay? People can't fucking do this and shit, I guess. They can't figure out the whisper. But you know what? That motherfucker right there, I'm not going to the movies. I'm not going to the movies with you if you can't fucking whisper. If you don't know how to whisper, imagine you're in the movie watching A Quiet Place Part 2 and shit. And they lean over and they're like, you know. You know the fucking monster's gonna come out and kill him, right? <laughs> you can't fucking whisper. You can't really whisper. This ain't no fucking ASMR, but let's move on. And you know what? Speaking about the movies, man, I never told this story. But it's so humiliating and shit. You know, you go to the movies and uh, sometimes you're hungry and shit. And uh, one time I was hungry and my wife went. And I wanted a hot dog and shit, right? So I order a hot dog, popcorn, a drink. My wife gets her stuff, you know. And when uh, it comes to the condiments, you know, the ketchup and mustard and shit. Oh, the person in the back got a fucking brilliant idea. Hey, instead of, you know, squirting this shit on your hot dog or whatever, we got little containers or like containers for you. You can put the ketchup and the mustard there. I'm like... Shit, fuck yeah, and you can even dip your french fries and shit. So it was like, you know, this paper cup thing, and I put fucking ketchup in that motherfucker. Okay, in the tray. And the stupid cardboard little paper tray, right? We go sit down, we're, we, we're going to start watching the movies, we're catching the like the middle of the previews. And what happens, I always reach over to give my wife a kiss, you know. Oh, we're all happy about the movies and shit. The fucking cardboard thing, okay. Well, it's not a like a little bu- That's where you put your drinks and I had the fucking catch up there. When I leaned over, that shit tipped over and the catch up slid off of that shit and right onto my fucking pants. <laughs> right onto my fucking pants. Catch up. All over my motherfucking, like, the, you know, my crotch, my pants, my... Basically all my pants, the fucking seat and shit. I was fucking horrified. 
it was like a fucking nightmare. And fuck that shit. I really wanted to watch this movie, so I'm not going to fucking leave. My wife starts laughing. <laughs> okay? I don't blame her. But you know what? Good woman, good wife, she gets up and she goes gets me, no fucking joke, a fuck ton of paper towels. She must have gotten like a whole roll and shit. Okay? She, can, she comes back and we're just cleaning it up putting it in the like a little trash thing cleaning it up dude it was wouldn't fucking stop that's how much it fucking spilled cleaning up the seat thank god they're leather it was easier to clean my pants everything everything just keep cleaning 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 by the end of it thank god i had dark blue jeans on okay i smelled like ketchup we watched the fucking movie I wasn't dry, but I fucking, it was dark, and we both walk out to the car like nothing, you know, the matter and shit. We laugh, we get into the car, and we go home. And, you know, <laughs> thank you, thank you. God damn it, man. Anyways, man, this is like a free form. Hopefully I do uh, other shows and shit. I just wanted to hop on the mic. I kind of missed it. Uh, doing the Homeboy 88 podcast. And you know what? It's about that fucking time. But before we go to Hip Hop 101, you know what? I got some uh, advertisements. So we're going to play a commercial and then we're going to go to Hip Hop 101, son. <laughs> Mike Tyson, the youngest heavyweight champion, and after I knocked the motherfucker out in the first round, I spoke like a poet, like a philosopher, yo peep game, right, yo peep game, it was my mentor, Customato, that gave me the secret to talking like a god, man, yeah, I bring to you Mike Tyson hooked on phonics, yeah, fuck I see Sam and all that bullshit. Get Mike Tyson hooked on phonics and learn some big ass words like ludicrous, phenomenal, primitive boxing skills, and I was throwing hydrogen bombs. That's right, sound like a bad motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, man? That's right, man. Anyways, peace, God. Mike Tyson hooked on phonics. I gotta go. I'm hungry. I think I can go either, like an ear corn uh, or some shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now it's time for Hip Hop 101, son. You know. Sometimes there are people that come into your life and give you something special that you always remember. Uh, this goes out to uh, my homeboy Ivan because he gave me a bunch of new music that I fell in love with. And uh, one of the groups was, and it's about, you know, this Hip Hop one one is about them, is the group Atmosphere. Consisting of a DJ and a rapper old school shit you know what i'm saying like way back you all you had was a dj and all you had was a rapper 
and the rapper is Slug, Sean Daly, and the DJ slash producer is Ant Anthony Davis. Formed in 1996 from Minneapolis, Minnesota, these two bad motherfuckers have been killing it on the independent scene, touring worldwide, making 12 studio albums and 10 extended plays, 10 EPs, and man, they're just on fire when it comes to uh, creating things. They never have stopped. And, uh, you know, at first, uh, they went under uh, different kinds of names, but we'll get into that. They actually are under the label that they created, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. And man, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, I'm sure you guys have seen the logo, like two dragons and stuff. And it's pretty fucking popular. Um, you know, they founded it with two other founders. And currently their roster consists of Aesop Rock, Brother Ali, Dilated Peoples, Evidence, Idea and Abilities, Soul Position, and uh, other groups, you know. And first there was a Slug and Despawn, uh, two rappers, you know, they met in Washburn High School, they're uh, friends. And it was first, uh, uh, their group was called Mental Subjects. You know, these two dudes and uh, they're just fucking M2 MCs getting on the fucking MIC. And later they um, they changed it to a rhythmic culture. And then after that, urban atmosphere. Around that time, uh, you know, a little time later, Slug was introduced to producer Ant. And, you know, they, they were working together and they just dropped the urban and became atmosphere an atmosphere actually formed a supergroup uh, called headshots and they're releasing cassettes under the rhyme sayers uh, label so slug ant and spawn after that released an album i think their first album called overcast in 1997 man that was a long fucking time ago and spawn who was the second uh mc of the crew eventually would leave the group i don't know why and now was Slug and Ant, which you guys know today, you know. And listen, uh, sometimes two people are so filled with creativity that it just spills out and they can't fucking stop creating, man. And honestly, Ant, the producer Ant, has some of the best beats I've ever heard. Fucking underground, mainstream, I don't give a shit. This guy produces some of the best beats ever, man. Fucking clean production. Great sounding, different sounding, unique. And sl and Slug is such a different type of MC. His poetic-like skills, his uh, story-filled songs, it's so different. It's such a breath of fresh air for hip-hop, you know. And uh, if you listen to their early shit, you just uh, fall in love with it, you know what I'm saying. And because of this, they have a hardcore, loyal fan base. And I've seen it, you know, at one of the concerts, uh, one of their shows, you know, uh, people people always go to this these atmosphere uh, events, these concerts, these shows, and they they show they pack the house and they show nothing but love, man. And uh, you know, props to that. I hope they're making good fucking money off of that because they got a loyal fan base. You know what I'm saying? And uh, one of the coolest things I've ever seen on YouTube. Is atmosphere slug and ant 
and they're performing in a small record store, you know, and they're pretending like it's Madison Square Garden. I don't know what year this was. I don't know if you guys look up on YouTube, Atmosphere, in a record store, performing or what. It's so fucking cool. They're performing some of their hits, and they're just fucking going ham, hard as a motherfucker, and I love that shit. Whether it's five people, whether it's 50 people, whether it's 50,000 people, fucking give them, give them a show, you know what I'm saying? And you know what? Let me just rattle off some of their dope-ass albums, you know. Lucy Ford, which has the woman with the tattooed hands. That's what I uh, opened the show with. That very first track, the doom, 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 just fucking hits you. That's off the Lucy Ford album, the woman with the tattooed hands, like I said. What a dope-ass fucking album, but that song right there is going to be in my playlist forever. Next album, God Loves Ugly. And we're going in order, you know, from the release dates. God Loves Ugly has been, like, re-released, and it's considered an underground hip-hop classic, and uh, I like it, too. The next album, Sevens Travels, okay? This one right here is when, uh, what Ivan introduced me to, Seven Travels. He gave me, a, like, a, a, a CD. He said, here's a bunch of songs, but he actually played Trying to Find a Balance, which is in the intro too. I think it's the second song. Trying to find a balance. And boy, I after I heard that shit, I got, who in the fuck are these guys? Okay. Who are these guys? Where are they from? How come I never fucking heard of them? And uh, Ivan, you know, spilled the beans, made me more CDs, more songs. At first, you know what? I... It was so different, it's such such a different kind of style and sound. It's not that I didn't like it, I had to get used to it. And man, I can't stop listening to this shit. The fucking stories. The waitress, right? Um, so many fucking stories that this guy tells, man. Yesterday, right? Which I'm going to play at the tail end of this. Uh, he's just a great storyteller. He's a great lyricist too, if he wants to be. Um... Little Man, Little Man, that's a great song too. So many great fucking songs. Inspirational MC, so dope, you know what I'm saying? And um, the next album, you can't imagine how much fun we're having (laughs) with Hockey Hair. Hockey Hair is in there. A bunch of uh, fucking dope-ass songs are in there. And listen, man, just, you know what? Go on Spotify for yourself and type in Atmosphere because, you know, personally... I've listened to their early work up until 2011. I haven't really listened to their older albums. Forgive me, Atmosphere fans. But I have so much fucking on my playlist. It's a gigantic playlist. And I try to listen to everything. That's almost impossible to to hear everything. You know what I'm saying? But man, this crew. This crew is so dope, ladies and gentlemen. This is why I wanted to spotlight these guys. Okay? And I couldn't figure out which song I wanted to intro with. So I had to put three, okay? The Woman with the Tattooed Hands, Trying to Find a Balance, and Hockey Hair. (laughs) Which is a funny uh, name for a song, but, you know, they're up in Minnesota. And, you know, I guess hockey's uh, big up there. It has nothing... Well, he says hockey hair. 
in the lyrics, but, you know, it has nothing to do with hockey here, really, to be honest with you. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, just want to spotlight these guys from Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you, everybody. This has been another Hip Hop 101. Uh, we spotlighted Atmosphere. Go check them out. Uh, this is a bonus episode, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to redo this shit. I don't fucking know. It's a bonus episode. And uh, I'm going to, I wanted to uh, do other ones. I want to do one in Immortal Technique by himself. And that one, that guy right there uh, is one of my favorite under, underground MCs, independent uh, artists. So I'm going to do more research and be more thorough on it. He's having an upcoming album. But enough about Mortal Technique, this is about Atmosphere. Ladies and gentlemen, before I go and uh, outro, I have, uh, I gotta pay the bills. We gotta play one more commercial and then the outro song. So thank you everybody for joining me on the Homeboy 88 podcast. Peace out, motherfuckers. And uh, here's the commercial. Good morning, America people. Are you sick of losing reception on your phone? Your phone bill way too high. Do you want better coverage for half the price? Look no further. Get the new Obama BlackBerry phone. You hate those pesky spam calls? Just hit a button and you'll be able to send a drone strike to their location. Just kidding. That's only on my phone. But you can report them with the press of a three-digit code and they'll be sent to Guantanamo Bay. So go to your local Army recruitment offices and pick up your new Obama BlackBerry phone. Thank you, American people. I saw you yesterday, but I didn't stop Cause you was walking the opposite way I guess I could've shouted out your name But even if it was you, I don't know what I would say We could sit and reminisce about the old school Maybe share a cigarette because we both fools Chop it up and compare perspectives Life, love, stress and setbacks Yeah, so you could tell me how hard you had it And you could show me all the scars to back it and we can analyze each complaint Break it down and explain these mistakes I make I like to tangle up the strings of the puppetry But you knew me back when I was a younger me You've seen Sean in all types of light And I've been meaning to ask you if I'm doing alright Yesterday was that you? Look just like you Strange things my imagination might do Take a breath, reflect on what we've been through Or am I just going crazy cause I miss you? Yesterday was that you? Look just like you Strange things my imagination might do Take a breath, reflect on what we've been through Or am I just going crazy cause I miss you? I'm shook, I know, I pushed when I should've pulled Took it all back if I could, I put that on my soul And I would make a top-notch good listener If you could block off a little time, I'd give it here Since we went our separate paths I've hit a couple of snags that remind me of the past I can't front, I'm having a blast But damned if I ain't afraid of how long it's gonna last Sitting here wishing we could kick it Give me your opinions, I do miss the criticisms I didn't mean to be distant, make a visit I wait up and keep the coffee brewing in the kitchen 
But who am I joking with? There's no way that you and I will ever get to reopen it It doesn't matter, this is more than love And maybe if I'm lucky, get to see you out the corner of yesterday Was that you? Look just like you Strange things my imagination might do Take a breath, reflect on what we've been through Or am I just going crazy cause I miss you? Yesterday. Was that you? Look just like you Strange things my imagination might do Take a breath, reflect on what we've been through Or am I just going crazy cause I miss you? And when you left, I didn't see it coming I guess I slept, it ain't like you was running You crept out the front door slow And I was so self-absorbed, I didn't even know And by the time I looked up, it was booked up Put it all behind you, the bad and the good stuff A whole house full of dreams and steps I think you'd be impressed with the pieces I kept you disappeared, but the history is still here That's why I try not to cry over spilled beer I can't even get mad that you're gone Leaving me was probably the best thing you ever taught me I'm sorry, it's official I was a fistful, I didn't keep it simple Chip on the shoulder, anger in my veins Has so much hatred, now it brings me shame Never thought about the world without you And I promise that I'll never say another bad word about you I thought I saw you yesterday But I know it wasn't you Cause you passed away, Dad Look just like you Strange things my imagination might do Take a breath, reflect on what we've been through Or am I just going crazy cause I miss you?